Welcome to the Edge Talk Radio Network, your weekly source for information, empowerment, and connection. The Edge Magazine and its advertisers bring you inspired interviews and conversation on learning and healing, on our sacred journey, and on topics that expand beyond time and space. Now, welcome today's host. Greetings and welcome. Welcome to this month's EFT and TRE, Ride the Leading Edge. And for this month's broadcast, I've invited my friend and colleague, D.K. Brainerd, who is well-known in the Edge community. He used to be the astrologer for the Edge magazine for years, and then he moved to Atlanta, and now he's in Florida. But D.K. and I keep in contact, and I invited him into this conversation about the winter solstice coming up, about the full moon that just happened last week, and about 2020. So thank you for tuning in and enjoy this conversation with DK and I, where we share the astrological insights and the psychological and spiritual achievements and challenges. Thanks. So DK, are you there? I am here. <laughs> so lay it on us. What's going on in the stars this last four or five weeks of the year? Oh well, like like the first eleven months, it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the biggest, like a couple of big changes. Um, Jupiter is moving into Capricorn, so Capricorn's the sign of world systems. And anytime we have planets in Capricorn, we've had Pluto in Capricorn um, since 2009. Uh, Saturn's been there for about a year or so. So um, that's we got three of the you know kind of big heavyweight planets um, that are going to be lighting up Capricorn over the next um, year or two. So that's a big shift. Jupiter's been in sad. sad Sagittarius, which is the sign that he rules um, throughout mm-hmm. 2019, right? And so mm-hmm. Jupiter and Sag, Jupiter's the archetype of expansion and wisdom and, you know, kind of unfettered uh, opportunity, abundance, enthusiasm. And we've seen some of the negative side effects of that with the, um, you know, fundamentalist kind of the us against them and people just really digging into a subjective, you know, limited truth and like trying to push it on everybody. Mm-hmm. But also the positive is, you know, that there's been a lot of energy and motivation to um, start new things to, you know, really expand our lives. So Jupiter moves into Capricorn right at the start of the month on December 2nd, and that's going to really signal a shift in energy. And um, we have Saturn and Pluto. So this doesn't happen in December, but it happens right at the beginning of 2020. Um, we have a, we do have a, um, a major eclipse happening on Christmas Day or Boxing Day. So December 25th or 26th, depending on your time zone. That eclipse looks mostly positive to me. Um, it is conjunct Jupiter and it's trine Uranus, the awakener. So, I mean, that can be a very positive energy, but it's also really strong. And then um, right in the first couple weeks of January, we have another eclipse that um, I seriously am thinking about, like, you know, getting a tent and a bunch of, like, (laughs) dehydrated food or something and just going hiding out somewhere. Like, 
I, w- I want to be sedated for that one, so it's kind of scary. But we also have Pluto and Saturn conjunct in Capricorn for the first time in 500-something years wow. in January. So I think we're going to be feeling, um, yeah, just to kind of try to try to keep it uh, not too jargony and what's the vibe going to be. I feel like there's going to be a pretty serious vibe as we go into the end of the year. And, you know, the Saturn and Capricorn and especially Saturn Pluto is a cycle of contraction. And I think we've already felt that contraction kicking in and, you know, in the USA and politics with the impeachment um, thing going on and with, with the economy, so a lot of people are really freaked out, you know, and, and I've just seen the people have been really spun out for most of this year. Mm-hmm. So I don't see that getting better, unfortunately. Um, and at the same time, you know, the sky isn't really falling. You know, I, I feel like one of the things that we as, um, you know, people that have a spiritual practice and that are trying to make the world better it's sort of a hardcore energy that's kicking in. So I think that there's a real emphasis on, you know, tuning into what's my best action. What, what's the thing that's the most important to me and really focusing and creating structures around that to help make that happen. So prioritizing. Definitely prioritizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think also, you know, it's really um, right here at the end of, so Jupiter has conjunct the galactic center, which is, esoterically called the great central sun and it's considered to be one of the uh it's the center of our galaxy so the mayans you know based a lot of their calendar um important calendar dates on planets lining up with the galactic center and the galactic center seems to function as this um transmitter of like the energy of the the creator of the universe um you know trying to help us to make things better to have a better life so we've still got some of that really positive energy flowing to us here at the beginning of this December. And I feel like it's important to, to tune into where, you, what are you doing with your life? You know, what's the most important thing and really kind of making a commitment, you know, making a commitment that, Hey, this is where I feel called to go. You know, universe, if you want me to go somewhere else, show me clearly, but otherwise I'm going to really focus my energies and focus my attention on what I want to create in my life because there's going to be a lot of distraction and a lot of negative energy, you know, in the collective field that will be trying to pull us away from our own mission. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's just fortifying that self and staying in the eye of the storm instead of getting into all the tornadic energy that's certainly out there if we want to be pulled into it. But it sounds like if we align with the great central sun and stay connected and centered that we can navigate more effectively. Is that kind of what the promise is here? Yeah, I think, yeah, that's, that's absolutely how I would spin it. You know, Mm -hmm. and that, and that energy, the great central sun is is in right around 27 degrees Sagittarius. Mm -hmm. So even by the time we get to the eclipse on uh, Christmas day, boxing day, um, that, that, that happens in about four degrees Capricorn. So it's, that's still conjunct the galactic center, even though it's in the next sign over on the Zodiac mm-hmm. wheel, mm-hmm. you know, so I think we have the, like really, um, in the solstice, you know, at the solstice, I mean, um, the sun and Jupiter are both still conjunct the galactic center. They're moving away from it, but they're definitely, you know, it's a, the center of our galaxy is pretty giant. 
Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like the first three or first three weeks of December through that eclipse um, on Christmas Day, Boxing Day, you know, we're going to have plenty of opportunity. Um, and Mercury is still picking up speed after the recent Mercury retrograde. So Mercury is going to be really helping us tune in um, on a mental, emotional, psychological level to what's important to us. So I feel like there's a lot of support there, but like you said, it's really important to stay out of the distractions. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like that's going to be something that, well, I don't know how they could ramp up the you know circus level in the media any more than it already is, but I wouldn't you know be surprised if that happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the some of the opportunities then in terms of really, really maximizing the impact of this, I guess. It's, how can we make use of this for our own expansion and growth? Well, I feel like one, you know, the most important thing that's been coming up for me lately is community. Is that, you know, we, we are going to go through this period, I would say, between 2020 and 2024 or 2025 where you know we've seen like the the huge out of control fires right um the earthquakes you know the volcano in hawaii the floods um it's just like that and the weather tends to become very extreme like that when we have these big outer planetary alignments so um you know, I feel like that's going to be something that continues where there are shortages or crises or emergencies, but they're not global the way I'm seeing it. I feel like they're going to be, you know, focused in certain areas, but I think it's really important for us to have community and then that needs to be part of our structure. You know, that if, uh, you know, I'm living in Miami Beach right now, if there's a huge hurricane and, you know, everything gets wiped out, that I, you know, I have places to go people that'll take me in and just, you know, help me get back on my feet and replace my, my gear or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just know so many spiritual um, people, you know, have, have sort of gone into the state of isolation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hear all the time from clients, like you're the only person I can talk to about these things. And I kind of inwardly am like, man, you got to change that. You know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a big one. And I also feel like, um, recognizing that however um, grim or dire things seem to get in the material world, we have the answers, you know, we have the answers that the world is looking for and that the world needs. And I do feel like that's something that's going to be increasingly apparent even in within the corporate world, you know, within sort of the um, normal structures of, of uh, society because we're mm-hmm. almost at the end of this giant death and rebirth cycle um, that's very analogous to the time of the American Revolution. Mm-hmm. There's a society, the whole world's trying, really trying to evolve right now. And in order for that to happen, some of the old, heavy, oppressive structures need to die off, right, and disappear. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're the people that can help, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Reiki, you know, the healers, the Reiki masters, the astrologers, the therapists, you know, um, I mean, probably most of the people who are listening, you know, to this podcast have some sort of healing, you know, modality that they practice. Mm-hmm. So I think looking for those opportunities and being aware that, you know, sometimes if we just take one step out of our comfort zone, 
you know, that there's, there's going to be somebody who, you know, corporation or, or whatever educational system that's willing to pay us to do what we love to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it looks like really individually and collectively that we begin to deal with the oppressive structures and, and almost move through and out of them so that, that we are bigger than those structures. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, I feel like that's why we came here, is we came here to start building the new structures and start modeling that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that has to be both internal and external, it sounds like. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like the internal thing, and this is part of where I feel like having, you know, it's like if, if you and I have known each other for a long time, <laughs> a long mm-hmm. time, if you count past <laughs> lives, right? <laughs> but, you know, if I'm ever if I'm ever feeling really spun out, I could call you up and say, hey, Catherine, here's what, you know, what's going on? I'm feeling like this, you know, can you do mm-hmm. a session with me, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, that's because you're you, that's your inner child because you just did all this expansion and your inner child, you know, one of your inner children is freaking out because. Right. Uh, right. Give you a context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that mm-hmm. that's super important in December and moving forward, you know, especially mm-hmm. around the holidays, because, you know, most of us, if we have to deal with family at the holidays, it's like. Well, there's a um, there's a big you know popping bursting your bubble of certainty in your direction mm-hmm. coming at you. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, I think on a on a big, um, I, I just feel like that's really important to be able to have people that can, you know, if we get sucked into the the tornado, right? Mm-hmm. That can help us remember who we are, kind of talk mm-hmm. us off the ledge, mm-hmm. and come back to that ground zero. It, it sounds yeah. like there's there's a mirrored experience happening with the chaos in our environment and how much we buy into that versus the chaos of the chatter in our own heads and how much we buy into that. And it, it feels like, like we're being called to really make choices of aligning with those wiser, higher parts that all of us have really, really nurtured and, and given birth to now. It's just a matter of choosing to see through that lens and and enveloping more of that inner chaos instead of collapsing into it. Is that kind yeah. of a fair way to internalize it? That's a beautiful way of expressing it. Mm-hmm. And I, and I feel like yeah, it's that's a structure. That's a you know, so Jupiter and Capricorn and and Saturn and Pluto, and we'll have Mercury and Venus and Capricorn. You know, also, well, Mer- Venus definitely in December. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit later but so we've got a lot of the you know the traditional planets um that are going to be in capricorn which is the ultimate sign of structure within mm-hmm. you know material reality so that what you just said that's a that's a legitimate structure right we're setting up internal structures mm-hmm. to say oh if i start you know acting out like this or if i start going into this mental loop you know that i'm really familiar with right Mm-hmm. If it's not healthy for me, then what's my what's what is my structural response to that? Right. You know, okay, call a friend. Um, pick up a pick up the book on my bookshelf by Eckhart Tolle mm-hmm. or by Catherine mm-hmm. Taylor or by whomever. How can I intervene? Right. Well, yeah. you know, I think what's interesting is the crazier the external world gets, the more we read about all of the mindful techniques. It's like that's the big buzzword, you know, now yeah. in all the healing modalities is you know, the breathing and the coming back and being really responsible for 
where are you going to those loops and coming back, bringing yourself back to, you know, what I always refer to as that ground zero, you yeah. know, it's like, and spending as many of our moments in that ground zero, because that's where we can be affected both with ourselves and in the world, you know, yeah. is, is not buying into the external or internal craziness that, that invites us to continually spin out. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, one of the things that's, that's important with that is to recognize that your ground zero, your, your structures and techniques for getting yourself back to ground zero are different than mine, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and exactly. Like what, what works for you, that's what you need. That's where some of that certainty and that confidence, you know, choosing to be confident in the direction that your soul wants you to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, we need a practice. We can't do without a practice right now. Mm-hmm. You know, for very long, mm-hmm. if, if you're not if you're not able to get yourself grounded and kind of calm yourself down when you get sucked up into the anxiety, <clears throat> you're going to have a really hard time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And maybe your thing, you know, somebody listening, maybe your thing is going for a five mile walk every morning. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not you're not going to read about that in the you know the Buddhist like literature, mm-hmm. right? But if mm-hmm. that works for you, go for it. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's really important. Mhm. Mhm. To be accountable for your own methods. Yeah. That work. Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we know when it's working, right? Mhm. Yeah, because we stay more centered. Yeah. You know, we we come back into, you know, what's often referred to as that window of tolerance, and we're able to sustain that ground zero um, for longer periods of time. And when we do go out, it takes us a shorter, you know, amount of time to get back in. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's like yeah. we recover from our own tornadoes, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what? so that's more individual. What do you see in terms of how this is going to impact, impact the, like, the politics of the world and the economics of the world and the romance of the world? It's like in some of those areas that spin us out, what, how can we apply some of what you're talking about to that? Well, I feel like, you know, some of a big, let's see, a big theme, you know, especially with politics and with with finance, with money, is that we want to be as self-sufficient as possible. Um, and not, not, again, not in isolation, but we want to have our, our, our communities of people that we can count on, you know, so, I mean, the edge community is a great one in the twin cities, right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like, I, I was talking to a client the other day and, and I don't remember what she was looking for, but I'm like, but, you know, get on the edge website. I'm sure they have somebody, you know, who does that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the twin cities is, is really great for that, but you know, we're, we have to start. Uh, how can I say this nicely? You know, Daddy's not going to come and save us from this. You know, mm-hmm. There's no big brother isn't going to come and, and like just make everything okay. We can't count on, I mean, obviously, right, with our current lunatic president. Um, you know, we can't count on the president or Congress to do the right thing and to, to make the right decisions because they're operating within a system that is collapsing and mm-hmm. needs to collapse. You know, it's mm-hmm. much like... And I think a good metaphor is the time of the American Revolution. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're counting on King George to make everything great and just lift the, the heavy taxes because he's, you know, going to see the light, 
you know, that wasn't going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we need to be really looking at the even the short term as, you know, if I just take all the government chaos out of it, you know, what needs to happen here? What needs to happen in my community? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what needs to happen? And, and I feel like there's a security question in there, too. You know, and security in the sense of like having a lot of money and stocks and bonds or, or, you know, owning your own home or all the things that we've been taught mean security may not be that valid in the next 10 years because things are going to change so rapidly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is that, I don't know if I answered your question, but. Um, well, yeah, I'm just trying to find ways that, you know, the audience can begin to apply it and, and feel motivated and empowered yeah uh by by the knowledge of what's happening instead of overwhelming you know overwhelmed because there's so much out there that you know we come in contact with and we just want to retreat we don't even want to deal with it because we get bombarded by it and there's a certain there's a certain insulation almost that we have to have and i think that insulation really comes down into our what our spiritual belief system is yeah, I think that's the only thing that is is really um, really reliable is our own connection to our creator. That's the only that's, thing that's going to yeah. pull us back up, you know, because people are going to disappoint us, situations are going to disappoint us, you know, government's going to disappoint us. If we're going horizontally, then there's there's going to be give and take, but our go-to has to be vertically to our creator. I think that's that's the source can always be there for us if we're clear enough with it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. And yeah, so I, I mean that, that I'm, I'm more excited about being alive on this planet now than I've been, you know, since I was a kid, probably. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so clear that things actually are changing, mm-hmm. you know, and I mm-hmm. have, um, I have a couple of good friends who, who work in, in the corporate world and um, are, very much change agents within the corporate world and kind of keep me posted on how rapidly things are changing, even in this, you know, these behemoth kind of structures that have always Mm -hmm. done things the same way. It's always for profit, you know, and um, I mean, with a lot of the big corporations, right, it's just how much money can we make for our our stock, you know, our stockholders Mm -hmm. and like who cares about the little guy who works in reception or in the factory or whatever. All that's changing because it has to. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is part of the global society, you know, the global shift in society. It's like companies can't compete anymore if they don't pay attention to the needs of their workers, right? Mm-hmm. So I just mm-hmm. feel like, that, you know, we if we can, and again, I kind of just feel like the American Revolution that keeps coming up, but it's such a good metaphor in the sense of, you know, yeah, that the principles of the Declaration of Independence and of the Founding Fathers, you know, they were white men and, you know, they weren't really caring about people of color or women, you know, in the way, or animals or plants, you know, in the way that we do now, but this is the next turn of the wheel. And there is a similar, a similar sea change in world society that is being birthed in the next few years. And mm-hmm. to be a part of that, mm-hmm. you know, but, mm-hmm. but again, like you said, I mean, we have to really, we have to have our connection to source. We have to be doing our inner work, right? Because the, mm-hmm. the inner children are going to be very fearful when things, when things, when everything's changing. Change. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> I heard a great term the other day from a client where she was talking about some some healer that she was working with, and she used the term instead of manifesting, femifesting. <laughs> and, you know, creating from the feminine principle of exactly what you're talking about, not not so ego-based and, and you know, for the, the one person, but looking more for the expansion of the whole and coming from the heart and from that integrity and and relating in that way and the the ramifications and, and the outgrowth when we come from that place, you know, in yeah. terms of seeding new things um, that are not top-heavy, you know, with the ego, yeah. but really yeah. motivated by the heart and spirit. And that, that creates a certain momentum that, and just plain law of attraction, you put out, you know, that, integrous connection with others and ultimately you get that back you know what i mean it's like the universe responds yeah i mean i think there's um you know so maybe one of the one of the questions that's trying to to uh kind of clarify here is okay so things are going to be really intense again still right it's just not going to get you know the collective energy is not going to get any easier anytime in the near future I could go into despair about that because I want things to just be the way they were 20 years ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or how can I get really excited because I, I choose, I make a choice to devote myself to a higher principle, a higher energy outside Mm -hmm. of my ego. Right. Mm -hmm. Which Mm -hmm. for me is about empowering people to live creatively. Right. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I think about that and I think about, you know, doing what I do. Yeah, I want to make money. I need to make money to live still, right? Mm-hmm. But when I think about, you know, going and doing an event somewhere, it's a, what I tune into is like my devotion to, you know, the principles of beauty and of everybody mm-hmm. deserves to have a good life, you know? And mm-hmm. Everybody I know has suffered enough, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like th- that's one of the big opportunities is, and <laughs> I know this is like I'm trying to keep it uh, nice and positive, but Jim Harrison, a great one of the great Michigan writers, outdoorsman. Um, I think his, he wrote a book called A Good Day to Die. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and there's this, um, you know, it's one of the kind of indigenous warrior principles, right? Is like, hey, well, I wake up and today's a great day to die for what I believe mm-hmm. in. And I don't, mm-hmm. we don't really want to go die for what we believe in. But I think when we look at it as, hey, whatever happens, who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, as long as mm-hmm. I'm doing my thing and I'm in flow, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Well, somewhere I read, and I thought actually it was one of your one of your emails that I got, but kind of the, I I got the impression that the last four to five weeks of the year were really this opportunity where we could dump the old patterns, and that the more that we did that, the more we moved into 2020 in partnership with kind of that masculine and feminine within and the partnership with our creator and that gets mirrored then into our partnerships with others. Is, is that something that I just wove together myself or is there <laughs> credibility for that? Is that no, just what I'm totally wanting? Or? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, I said it, I, I, mean, uh, said it. I know I've, I have been talking about that, but this whole year has been so much about letting Right. Dumping family trauma, dumping inner child trauma, dumping life trauma, right? Right. 
Right. And then Making a choice to move beyond it. Yeah. And so absolutely what you said too, we want to go into this next really intense cycle of huge global transformation, right? Mm -hmm. We want to go into it as clear and as, as clean of that old stuff as possible. Mm -hmm. And the more that we are successful in dumping all the old shame programs, fear, all the stuff that we absorbed and inherited from our families, et cetera, et cetera. We don't have to, you know, you don't worry about anything mm -hmm. very long, right? Mm -hmm. If there's mm -hmm. no, if there's no like old trauma stuck inside the body and inside the mind and the emotions, then something changes and everybody around you can be like, oh my God, this is terrible. This is awful. You know, and we're just like, oh, okay, well, there's an opportunity to serve here. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. This is going to be really mm -hmm. exciting. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. We I mean, don't go down the same, place all the time, but uh, we don't go down that same rabbit hole. You exactly. know, I, yeah. I love that in Claudia Black's material back in the early 80s she wrote um you know she wrote a lot of the uh, original stuff on the adult child of alcoholics and she, she talked about this poem where you're walking down the street and you see this manhole and you fall in it and then you know the second verse is you walk down and you see it but you still fall in it you know the third is you walk down you know it's coming but you still fall in it you know, the third <laughs> yes. is you walk down, you see it, you know you're going to fall in it, and you fall in it. And the fifth is finally, when you walk down, you know it's there, and you choose to walk around it, you know. <laughs> right. And I don't know if that's verbatim, but that was kind of the flow of it, you know. Yeah. How many times we know it's there and we still collapse into it until we finally have that magic moment of where we pivot. You know, and yeah. I always equate this to the slinky. You know, remember the slinky oh, where yeah. you'd have the slinky go down and there was that magic moment where enough of it had gone down to the next step that it pulled the remainder onto the next evolution. And that's how I kind of feel about growth is, you know, we keep trying and falling, trying and falling, you know, going into the hole. But then there is that magic moment where we have enough fortitude in that empowered self that we make a different choice and then we make another different choice and then we make another different choice. And pretty soon we're extending the amount of time that we're in those uh, empowered choices. You know? yeah. And that's where it's moment to moment. You know, the intervention is moment to moment. Exactly. It's, it's not these big, big swells of intervention anymore. It's coming down to what do I do? What, what's the choice I make here and now? Yeah. You know, not yesterday, not tomorrow, but here and now. What am I going to do with this moment here and now? Yeah. You know, and uh, it, then it becomes easier and easier. But, yeah. well, I think we should probably do a little bit of tapping before we run out of time. Um, so mm -hmm. I want to I put this into kind of that polarization that I always use in the tapping. So will you just echo me as we walk through a little bit of this? Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to go for... You know, like I always do in the tapping, where we look at what the challenge is and we look at what we want to go for. So just if you've never tapped with me before, then I encourage you to go to my website and go to the tab that says Interactive Tapping Explained. And it will give you an idea of what tapping does and why it's an effective energy tool. But for those of you who ta have tapped with me, then just follow along. And if you haven't, then what we're doing is we're tapping on different endpoints. And these are the same endpoints that if you went for an acupressure or acupuncture session, these are the same places where the facilitator or practitioner 
would either put a needle or put pressure. And what we're doing is we're tapping on these endpoints. Again, if you know how to do it, you know where the endpoints are. If you haven't, then just come to the fleshy part on your hand between your little finger and your wrist, right? If you were going to do a karate chop and just with four fingers on one hand, just tap on that and just tap on that through the whole sequence because you're still impacting change. What you're doing as you tap on an endpoint is you're sending an electrical impulse through your electrical circuitry. And whatever glitch it is to what we are neutralizing, because we first start with what the challenge is, we neutralize that and then we reinforce what we're trying to replace it with. So if you're tapping on any part of your body, then that electrical charge is going to neutralize whatever your reaction is to the challenge and then what your acceptance is of the of the uh, reframe or the correction okay so again come to the karate and or uh, dk if you'll just echo me and then that will kind of pace the audience as well got it all right so even though we have a lot of opposition even though we have a lot of opposition that can certainly invite us into chaos. It can certainly invite us into chaos. We also have the opportunity for change. We also have the opportunity for change. But it comes with a willingness to be mindful of our own reaction. But it comes to be it comes with a willingness to be mindful of our own reactions. So even though there's a lot of triggers out there. Even though there's a lot of triggers out there. That will pull us in all sorts of directions. It will pull us in all sorts of directions. The closer we stay to our own integrity. The closer we stay to our own integrity. And the more intervention we do at the early onset of triggers. And the more intervention we do at the early onset of triggers. The more relaxed and intact we will remain. The more we last and intact more relaxed and intact we will remain and our goal is to stay more centered and our goal is to stay more centered personally personally collectively collectively inwardly inwardly and externally and externally can i shake our hands up so that's kind of the teeter-totter of what we're trying to go for we're neutralizing that which would help us spin out and we're taking uh, the action that we need to get back into that window of tolerance. So now we're tapping on the different endpoints. Again, if you've never tapped with me, just continue to tap on the karate and you'll still reap some rewards from this. So DK, just come to your first point. Okay. All of these distractions. All of these distractions. There's so many of them out there. There's so many of them out there. Disappointments. Disappointments. Things that we regret. Things that we regret. Especially this time of year. Especially this time of year. When our expectations can run wild. When our expectations can run wild. And we can compare ourselves to others. And we can compare ourselves to others. And there can be such a contrast in what we feel and what we're being shown. And there can be such a contrast in what we feel and what we're being shown. It can really activate our inadequacies. It can really activate our inadequacies. Our longings. Our longings. 
And the only way to become clear of that. And the only way to become clear of that. Is to do our own inner work. Is to do our own inner work. To do our protocols that keep us centered. To do our protocols that keep us centered. So that we can make empowered choices. So that we can make empowered choices. We've all come a very long way. We've all come a very long way. And we have worked hard to find those glimpses of empowerment. And we've worked hard to find those glimpses of empowerment. And mastery. And mastery. And now is the time to really hold ourselves accountable for that. And now is the time to really hold ourselves accountable for that. And to be mindful of our own internal interventions. And to be mindful of our own internal interventions. So that we can stay as calm and as centered as possible. So that we can stay as calm and as centered as possible. During this festive season. During this festive season. Which for many does not feel very festive. (laughs) Which for many does not feel very festive. We have to find our own truth and integrity. We have to find our own truth and integrity. Our own value of this season. Our own value of this season. Not the commercial value. Not the commercial value. But our internal value. But our internal value. Our spiritual value. Our spiritual value. Our emotional intelligence. Our emotional intelligence. So that we can be the driver of our own bus. So that we can be the driver of our own bus. And if we're willing to be accountable for our own reactions. And if we're willing to be accountable for our own reactions. And acknowledge all the things that we have acquired. And acknowledge all the things that we have acquired. All the moments of empowerment. All the moments of empowerment. And choose to operate from that reality. And choose to operate from that reality. Then we can go into 2020 prepared. Then we can go into 2020 prepared. We don't have to let the chaos define us. We don't have to let the chaos define us. We can now define ourselves. We can now define ourselves. And we choose to do so. And we choose to do so. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it always comes down to that, doesn't it? You know, it's yeah. Like, to some degree, it's like I get so tired of hearing that on some level, you know, because you do get tired of just having to do it yourself, having to do it yourself, you know. Yeah, yeah. You want some easy, but the sooner we get that, I think, the more moments we we live empowered and the easier it does get, I think. And the more then that we attract that because we're we're looking through that that lens and we're seeing yeah. things differently. Yeah. You know, you said something to me. Oh, well, also, I just want to say, you know, you were saying for people if they've never done tapping before to go check out your website. And I just want to echo that and just say, you know, that I still use – um, these tapping sequences that you recorded for me during sessions years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, and I tapped before I met you, but it never really seemed to do that much. And then tapping with you has been such a powerful thing for me. So I definitely want to, you know, <laughs> echo that. Mm, thank and you. Also, you were saying something the other day um, about, um, you know, that going into the new year rather than making resolutions, just like, kind of reviewing all the things, all the reasons we have to trust ourselves and to trust 
you know, our direction. And I thought that was really powerful. Right, right. Instead of standing, you know, on the precipice of 2020 and making all of our resolutions of how we're going to be better, to really stand on December 31st and celebrate who we are in this moment and celebrate the acceptance of who we are and acknowledging it's been a very hard year for most of us in a lot of different ways. And every one of us has our own story about that, but nobody has kind of come through it without some effort if they've continued to grow and to really spend some time this whole month seeing that being present is the biggest present you can give yourself and to really celebrate who you are and to make this the year where you celebrate that every day and knowing you're, you're as good as you need to be right now. You know, we're all works in progress. Uh, We're all going to continue to grow. But that acceptance of who we are right now, it's just such fertile ground, I think, for everything else to take root. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, really, that's the only thing we need to be secure, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No matter what happens. Because, you know, when when you can hold, it's like that Rudyard Kipling poem, you know, the famous one that I don't remember all the words, but when you can hold your own, you know, when those around you are spinning out, basically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, you become the, you become the center, right? And, and right. not just for yourself, but you become the one that people are looking to. And there's always going to be security and opportunity in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I always make the reference to staying in the center of the storm instead of flipping out to the tornadic energy, because that tornadic energy is always there. Yeah, it's always there. As long as we're in human form, it's going to be there. And I think the trick is just to find what our center of the storm is, and then get really committed to it. Yeah. You know, and know the signs when we get pulled out of it. Yeah. You know, it it doesn't have to be complicated, and I think we're beyond the point of having to process every little nuance and stuff. It's it's really a moment to moment choice of what we're going to do in this minute and who am I going to, who am I going to be in this minute? Yeah. You know, and then just coming back to that as much as we can. And when we spin out, forgiving ourselves and getting back to the center as soon as we can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause we're all going to spin yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's point. a big trap for people, right? It's like, Oh, I'm still spinning out. There must be some, I must be doing something mm-hmm. wrong. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you're just human. Yeah. You know, you're just human, yeah. Well, this is, yeah, this has been great. I always love doing our, our, uh, you know, yearly uh, podcasts. But um, (laughs) I want to thank you. I want to thank you for coming on to my Edge Talk Radio show. And, um, you know, I wish you a lot of luck in the, not only in this month, but in 2022. Oh, thank you. I, I wish you the same. A lot of luck. Grace, love, whatever it is you want. Yes, all yeah. abundance in every other every area of our lives. And we yeah. wish that for you, the audience, as well. Yeah, definitely. All right, GK. All right, okay, thanks, thank Kathy. you so much. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. I'm Catherine Taylor, your host for tonight's show, and I want to thank you for your support not only of the Edge Talk Radio, but of the Edge Magazine, and invite you to see the Edge Magazine in its digital version by going to www.
edgemagazine.net. You can also get the total lineup for all of our other shows on the Edge Talk Radio. So until next time, be good to you and to those you love. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.